What it do, what it is, the kid spins who it is, and I'm focused on being wealthy more than being rich. What's going on? It's your boy Basil B, aka Sir Basil, aka Chauncey Billups, aka Mr. Big Shot. Okay. And it's your boy GT, also known as Trey. Yo, Spade, that's a major key. Major. I like that. I like that. <laughs> that's the one baby. Like and hey, we're back at it again. It's the backwoods folks. What's up, backwoodians? What's going on with y'all, man? Not much, man. Working hard. Never hardly working. Just try to make ends meet, baby. Working hard, <laughs> never hardly working. What? <laughs> What's going on, man? Are you working hard or are you hardly working? No, I'm working hard, but I'm hardly ever not working. Yeah, yeah, so you're always working. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah, you just said, like a triple uh, negative. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Make it like school and make it things complicated. You know, it's okay. That's all right. Yeah. You know, we just out here keep getting them checks. That's all. That's keep getting Rose them Rose. checks. Jalen Rose. Voice. Yes, that's where I'm at. Boy. How are you doing, GT? Man, I'm tired. I'm tired, boss. I'm tired. I'm tired. always tired. But I mean, I mean, you know. You're you know, it is what it is. You know. I mean, we work, we go get a check, and that's what it is. That's what it is. Um, But I'm tired. <laughs> Weekend's coming. Yeah, but I, I, I don't want to talk about it. I got to work. I got to work. <laughs> he got to work. I got to work. Weekend too. Gotta I got to work this weekend. Mm. I'm not going to talk about it. Overnight. Got a few things I got to got got to do this weekend as well. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so uh, if y'all and did not see my last post, I don't know what post I, I don't know what I did. Uh, Monday or Tuesday, we got a hundred listens on SoundCloud on the episode of Lavar Ball. Big shout out to Lavar, man. That's big. Hundred Club. Um, me personally, I was sitting there like, you know, hey man, we keep grinding, trying to get these a thousand, you know, stuff like that. And then the homeboys and the groomie was like, yo, Trey, um, just go ahead and promote that, brother. You got a hundred, yeah. hundred spins. You also got to give it time too. And, yeah, and then um, come to find out, we've had a five hundred and fifty total spins all together all together mm-hmm. so i and mean counting and counting so shout out to everybody that's listening to the podcast man shout out to all the backwoodians shout out to all the backwoodians everybody that support us and support this podcast man we try to keep the most content we can and keep it relevant keep and it fresh keep it fresh and interested um if you listen to this podcast that this time around um you're gonna hear a different little sound we're gonna take you're not gonna hear the background music no more um so we kind of keep it more professional um, more clean More clean More crisp Focus on what we saying A little bit more Yeah Get the message off to you guys A little bit better Right So um, It is going to be uh, <laughs> We're hoping for a better Better listening experience For you guys But uh, we definitely appreciate you Getting us to that 100 uh, spins We also Shout out to LeVar Ball That guy Is um, He's getting them checks And he's uh, Getting us uh, spins <laughs> So But uh Again, follow the Backwoods page on uh, Facebook. That's Backwoods Podcast. Be uh, IG again, underscore the Backwoods. And um, yeah, man, we 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 grinding. Nisa gave me a dope idea, but I don't think I, I, I told her I can't manage all these these handles. She was like, we should um, create a Twitter for Backwoods, and then like be live tweeting. You should. But I was like, I got like fifty million handles right now. With my business, yeah. and then it's like a lot of things. I was like, I can't already. manage none of. Yeah. I, it's hard for me to. I couldn't even imagine. Well, you gotta take your time. So if y'all guys just want to start up the backwoods, uh, you know, t- hey, Baz, Twitter page. Baz loves to work. Yeah, yeah, Baz said he needs some more work, don't he? <laughs> he got nine I, jobs I and no need, kids, man. What you, what you, I mean, hey, where you, you want to fit that in? At? Please let me know. Twelve hour days over here, buddy. Oh no, man, he just gotta do. I it. Ain't, do you ain't saying you talking. <clears throat> 
preaching to the choir, like, bro. No, no. Preach to the choir. We do it in the shoe stock room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why not? We live, baby, literally. Yeah, we still got to build that that base up though. But you know, yeah, we're not there. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, we got Kenny in the background recording. Beauty one. Um, also known as IK Boy, he recording these. Uh, if you've seen the promo videos, he's shooting those promo videos for us, and then um, he does uh some of the some of the videography, some of the photography. He's gonna be doing some YouTube stuff, some tech stuff. Um, so be on the lookout for his stuff. Definitely, my man knows his Apple products, man. That is uh, Mr. Steve Jobs himself, and he is intertwined with his cell phone like he's a Transformers in the AllSpark. He got an Apple chip in his head connected to his phone, B. <laughs> when you call him, he picked the phone up before it rang. He um, got the Apple logo tattooed on his chest. He taps, yeah. <laughs> he taps his temple to answer the phone. Let's do this. It's my iRobot stuff right yeah, here, bro. It's no Bluetooth, it's Apple tooth. You know what I'm saying? It's Apple tooth. But um on tonight's podcast, man, we we gonna we gonna get into some uh serious stuff. Baz said he wanted to do something serious and he was gonna do jobs and education part two because that uh episode earlier in the when we first started out was so received so well. So we was gonna do some extension of that, but then we got the on the topic of family dynamics and the, our backgrounds and what we came from and our households and stuff, so and we kept talking and it got into a long discussion. So we might, it was like, well. Press play. <laughs> press play. So um, before that, uh, we got to talk about this NBA playoffs and this basketball. Hey, yo, Bass, we're talking about playoffs. 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 Not regular season. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. Playoffs. Playoffs. Shout out to the boy Allen Iverson. Practice. <laughs> Shout out to the boy AI from the Hampton Rose area. It was really good. Get a bucket. Bass, what's going on? Well, you know, Spurs, Kawhi was out. They got swiggity, 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 swept. I'm mad about that. And that Spizzy, you said Spurs going man. Yeah, with Kawhi. Kawhi was out, and Tony Parker was out. Mm-hmm. They had no chance. They had a chance with Kawhi. I'm saying without those guys, they, oh, yeah, they yeah, was yeah. up when Kawhi got injured. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, well, how much was he up? About? Like, maybe 20? 20? It was up 20. Mm-hmm. It was up, and then he got injured, and... I mean, the way that he fell just didn't look good. Right. And when it, when that happened, dirty play. I, said, I can hear Trey right now. <laughs> I can hear Trey right now. <laughs> what happened to Kawhi? What happened to Kawhi? But you but, know, uh, where's Kawhi? It just goes to show you how much of an impact he has on that team. Which could possibly say MVP race. Mm-hmm. What, who says? I don't know. So so that's the West. The Warriors going back to the finals for the third straight year, I think. Right, third straight year, guys. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Eastern Conference, we um, I think what was the game four last night? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the Cavs are up three one. Three one. Yeah, Cavs are three one. Yes, they are. Yes. yes, um, yes. Kyrie get a bucket. Uncle Drew Irving showed out last Good night. Good God, Mister Cook. Sheesh. Bonte. Let me let me. Can you you want to do? Right, you want to do this? That boy real. Mm. That boy good. That's an old. That favorite. boy good. That boy good. That boy get good. out of the way. His man. His hand. Remember the one joint we seen? The step back joint in the, the third quarter. He waited for him to shoot the three. That was vicious. He shook his man. Then looked at him in his eyes and said, I dare you to try to block it. it then was, shot it. It was so bad because we were standing in the kitchen. I said, Trey, Rozier about to lock him up. Trey didn't say anything. My man said the crossover, step back, waiting for my man to jump to contest the shot. Volleyball line on that. Kyrie's real. 42 last night? Kyrie's real. 42? Yeah, 42. 42 points. I think he had, what, 37 in the third, right? He had 36 points after LeBron got his fourth foul. Mm. Yeah, Kyrie's filthy, man. So, so we don't it, care. It's safe to say that um, Cavs are going to the finals. Mm-hmm. Of course. Okay. Just want to make sure you guys don't have any surprises, and you're like, ha ha. Cavs is going to beat them, beat Boston. Yep. 
and then they'll go to the finals, and they're going to beat Golden State in seven. Okay, wait a minute. So let's do this real quick, real quick, because because I had a conversation with my coworker. He was trying to tell me how great Golden State was compared to the team last year, and then he furthermore he said that the Golden State team from last year was already better than the Cavs were, but they lost to the Cavs. Do you guys feel that Golden State today, this year, is strides better than Cleveland this year? Nope. Give me a reason why not. Because I just don't think that yeah. when you put a superstar on a squad together with other superstars that it automatically translates to winning championships. Like, it's like, like when you pick an all-star team on a video game. Yeah. It's, it's um, not that way, yeah. I am of the mindset, even though Golden State is playing a heck of a lot better, um, this they're playing great this year, um, and they they look like they have good chemistry. I personally don't think they are as potent when KD is in the lineup. I think KD, KD takes slows down the offense a little bit. The ball gets stuck. He has the Carmelo syndrome, kind of. Yeah. Like when Melo gets the ball, offense just stops. Yeah, I, okay. I I think it takes away. Not as bad as Melo, but I think not as bad. No, no, not as bad as Melo, but I think KD takes away from how potent that offense can be. Now I could be wrong, but I'm just That's judging off of what I seen with KD in the lineup. The Golden State team that won 73 and nine, 73 wins. In order to win 73 games. Yeah. Your offense has to be next to perfect almost every game. Mm-hmm. You have no bad nights on offense. So you can't tell me that this team is more efficient than that 73 and 19. They had some injuries this year, though. They did. But I, I just, I don't see. I, I, that 73 and 19, them boys was playing some heck so, of a good. But they were the top defensive team, too, though. Their top defensive team is here, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so, so let me ask you this. Is Golden State better than they were last year, though? Yes. I don't think so. You don't think that they traded Harrison so, Barnes and replaced him with Kevin Durant? You don't see that as an even swap? Gets them better, yeah. So you think that... So that means they are better. But they're not... I don't think they're better than that 73-19. It's a 73-19. and 19. Injuries. So? Who was injured? Kevin Durant. <laughs> that's so that's is it, So is, is so I'm just saying, but they didn't have Kevin Durant the, the year before that, and they went to 73-9. and nine. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay. And they had injuries that year too. All right, what you think is fair? They don't have a strong enough. They don't. Their bench is nowhere near as strong as it was. It was seventy three nine. Um, the seven the seventy three nine is going down in history. So you're saying that just just because they added KD this year that they're better than that seventy three nine team? KD couldn't get on past paper, that seventy three nineteen. KD couldn't get past the seventy three nineteen. On paper this year, I think. On paper. Record rising, not. Okay. It was I mean they were seventy three and nine. As a unit, yeah. Yeah. So so you statistically think, they I think they shot the they shot extremely well. Yeah. Come on now. They was in an awesome last night. I don't take come on that from Come on, come on, come on. So come on. so come so on. this year come on now. comparing them to Cleveland who they're gonna play, yes, we we all agree. They're gonna play Cleveland in the finals. Sorry, no miracles happen on Twenty Fourth Street. You know, <laughs> um, no luck of the leprechaun. None right of there. that. No lucky charms over here. You know what I'm saying? It's Captain Crunch. Um, you know what I'm saying? Frosted Flakes. Are they better than Cleveland this year? I don't think so. 
the on bench, paper, on the paper. Bench is where they, do you think the bench is where they lack? Do y'all, yeah. y'all, so y'all both think that Cleveland matches up with them pretty well. Cleveland is the only team in the, in the actual league that matches up with them well, besides Houston. Cause he, but Houston don't play no defense, so they don't match up on that end. Every time I watch Houston and Cleveland Golden, is a more balanced team. Mm-hmm. Way more balanced. Cleveland's bench is one, Cleveland is one through ten. Solid. With nine of them that can shoot. The Cle- same way Golden State is almost. Yeah, Trump is only one that's not. Cleveland, yeah. Cleveland is also going to play Cleveland basketball. The the other teams they they try to play Golden State basketball. Yeah. And with that being said, they can they can't match up with them offensively, but they can Who? bring them down in points. Uh, Cleveland, they're not like if it was a scoring competition. I don't think so. You don't think the Cavs are a high? I don't think they're a one. Like, I don't think they're a one twenty one thirty per night type that's, of team. That's not like statistically. State. That's not right because actually the data shows that they are one point within one another of added, scoring. They added that three point. They added a three point game. Yeah, to no. Cleveland score. Cleveland scores just as much as Golden State. Hmm. Yeah, but then with that being said, their defense is what's going to win that championship. Um, what's going to win this championship this year is who won about uh, more. Because they both play good defense They both shoot the lights out They both got multitude of stars It's really going to come down Who wants it more And that's what it came down to last year Cleveland wanted it more You can't measure that you yeah. can't measure that. No, LeBron. There's no stat. LeBron wanted it more. Than that. LeBron did that want man. it more because they came from the free throw line of the that other side of the court and blocked thing, that man's man shot. So what you saying? Yeah. What you saying uh, with uh, Golden State not being better than they are last year, with them adding Kevin Durant, do you think that they're not better because Steph Curry is no longer the core player, or is is Kevin Durant the core player, or is Steph Curry the core player? Like, is that the problem on why they're not good? Uh, as good as they are last year, you don't think they're good as they are last year. Good as they were last year. Is that is that what you said? You you, you don't think they was as good as they are last year? What do you think? I think they're better than they were last year. And what in what aspect? Just old statistics. I'm just saying, you give me Kevin Durant, he's better than any Harrison. You replaced Harrison Barnes with Kevin Durant. That's a significant upgrade. I don't care what else is on the bench. The bitch ain't gotta play that much. But Harrison Barnes, if they would, if they would have somehow Barnes. kept Harrison Barnes, then, I don't need then to. that would have been that would have been crazy. Clay Thompson is the fourth option on that team. They're talking about today on the six. <laughs> so what about their depth? But that's a thing. Clay Thompson is the fourth option. He went down to the bottom of the, the, yeah. the totem pole. Clay Thompson is just as dangerous as Steph. And Clay and KD. He had sixty points in the like on quarter. Yeah, or whatever it was, thirty some points in the yeah, quarter. Yeah. So, but he gets knocked at the rotation because KD commands the ball more. That's what I'm saying. They, I feel like they were more, they were better seventy three and nine because they were so dangerous. But between Clay and Steph, you, you don't could, think you don't think the threat of having all of them out there is dangerous? Yes, the, Clay out there. Leaves the lane open because no one's going to help off of Clay, which is why Steph drives to the basket with ease, which is why even Draymond Tonko Dudas Green drives to the hole with ease, which is why Katie looks like a little half a playmaker. Mm-hmm. That's Clay out there opens the floor for everybody. He right. may not get the points, but him out there is a decoy. You're not helping off of Clay, opens the floor for everybody else. Do you see that? I see that. Okay. But that doesn't make him. That is, uh, he, I I'm mean, saying it, helps but, the offense. it doesn't hurt the offense any. But then Harrison Barnes did the same thing. But he didn't make no shots. <laughs> He didn't make no shots in the finals. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, yeah. But over the whole course of season. He's not as bad as I'm trying to season. make him sound. He's not that bad. No, he was, he's averaging like 20-something points in, in Dallas. Who? 
think Harrison Mars is this man, year. Man, that Joker, man. So I don't know. He's a he's a shooter. He's a he's a, another hybrid clay. Of course, KD is an upgrade. Okay, of course that. But I mean, it remains to be seen. KD is not light waves ahead of where they were by any means by picking up Kevin Durant. No. Okay. Because you got to think you're adding somebody else to the rotation of what you already established. So I don't care how good or great they are. I don't care how adaptable they are. I don't care how you know humble they are. It, it, it takes time to get that chemistry going again. You just had a 73-9 season where you guys were hitting on all cylinders. Yeah. Um, pretty much unstoppable offense. So you're telling me that they're better now because they added somebody else who couldn't get past them? And you know that's 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 more than him couldn't get past him though. That's that's a whole other topic. But I'm just saying, <laughs> you're up three to one on them boys. You're supposed to put them away. Yeah, <laughs> like he. That's how great they are, and in and of itself, that's seventy three and nineteen. But they lost to Cleveland. So really, are they that great? And that we, does that make we don't them. do hypotheticals though? But Andrew Bogle was out. Draymond didn't play in game five. I don't want to hear that, man. You know what I'm saying they wouldn't. They, and because, with them, with, go ahead, go ahead, go no, ahead. you go ahead, Smith. I was going to ask you, last season when they had that record-breaking season, does that make it the, the regular season? Does, does, it, does it make it regular season the best regular season that we ever seen if they didn't win the championship? I mean, or the best season all around if they didn't win the championship? I'm going to say uh, nope, because no. I'm going to be a Michael Jordan fan. That's because yeah. yeah, Michael Jordan, when they, when they Michael broke, Jordan when they broke with that, 72 and 10 and the won a championship. The Patriots won the championship. The Patriots, exactly. remember they had an undefeated season with Randy and then they lost Super Bowl? Didn't it happen or no? Who was that that went undefeated in the NFL but then lost Super Bowl? It wasn't the Dolphins, was it? The Dolphins, no, no, yeah, no. The Dolphins it was more won recent. that year. I think it was the Pats. It was the Pats. They yeah. went 16-0 in the regular season, right. made it to the Super Bowl, and then lost. I don't know who they lost to, but yeah. So, yeah, guess what? There's no regular season trophies. Uh, you go down the history of having the best record currently. That's true. I but mean, that, but... That's, they don't want accolades for that. They want rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a whole different ball game in the playoffs. That's the goal. Like, yeah, we want to win every game we play their competitive nature folks that's of course that's what their goal is you know what I mean they want to be 82 yeah now. yeah I think they was I think they was being a little bit humble with that you know what I mean yeah, like, like all of them were saying in the regular season man we're not we're not going out there to break any records we're going out there to play ball I really think it was going wanna, out there every to day you want a record. W though so you want 82 exactly. Ws so they wanted to be a part of history you feel that way as an athlete Trey what I'm here to win every game I play yes okay then so it's not about a record it's about win every game though mm-hmm. we do one game at a time and I think they're not some people may say it was the political thing to say we take it one game at a time, but really, that's what you do as athlete. You just win every game that's put in front of you. Exactly. I'll play the guy across from you. Um. So no, it's not the best season in NBA history, regardless of what the record says, because mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't end the job. Yeah, it's an asterisk. It's an asterisk one. Okay. Because they did go seven three nine though. They went seven three nine. But uh. <laughs> now you on that? I mean, but, they did. I can't take away from that. I mean, you know, you know, because Michael Jordan, you know, he went seven two and ten and won the championship. So I'm just saying. Yeah, I had a long debate with somebody last night on Facebook about this whole Jordan. So who going with this one? What? Who championship? Before we move on, who won the championship? I know I called Cavs and six. What you call? Cavs and seven. You call seven games. Who'd you call this piece? Cavs. Seven. Mm-hmm. We all Cavs. The backwoods is the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's going down. <laughs> Defending <Basement>. land. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. So that's all I got. You know what I'm saying? Word, word, word. We'll get into this topic then. Um, family dynamics. 
spell it. <laughs> B-Y-Namics. Two degrees. Two degrees. <laughs> Two degrees. Um, Not a temperature. Cold. <laughs> cold. <laughs> so, um, we were talking about earlier the family dynamics piece of it, man. Like I said, with the podcast, with the back was why I assembled these group of guys is that we grew up together, but we all came from different walks of life and still ended up in the same kind of, we're still cool with each other pretty much. Um, but we, we in different areas of life and different phases and different um, arenas. We went, we've had different experiences. Um, again, you know what I'm saying? Spizzy has experience of being incarcerated before. So he can give you that perspective from that, that side of everything. Me and Baz on the other hand, we went, went to school. And then we never got into trouble except I get pulled over for racial profiling pretty much all the time. Uh, that's just another topic of debate. Um, but we come from different backgrounds and different experiences. And I think this particular one is going to hit home for a lot of people. Uh, where we're talking about family dynamics, the, the things that we grew up in. Uh, we were talking earlier about how that, you know, me and Baz, uh, we went through divorces. Spizzy said he never went through that, but he never had his dad in his home. Um, and he went through two different stepdads mm-hmm. and building that relationship with two of them different people. Um, so he talked about how he felt about it and how it kind of shaped him and molded him. And then we talked about how, you know, a lot of people don't know that, you know, when I was going to college my first year, I was dealing with a uh, divorce in my household. Um, when you were younger, you, your dad left the house. And then your stepdad, you, your stepdad, your mom, stepdad, and your mom got divorced while you were in college. So we talked about those different different um, things and how it affected us. And I think it's important for us to talk about it as black men as well because it affects us and it, it shapes how our we go forward with our actual intimate relationships and how we go forward with like, you know, our friendships and stuff like that. But I, I seen um, an issue with it when I got married or when I started dating my wife. You know, it affected me from that end. So I, I I had to change up a lot of different things. I had to change my mindset about different things. I had to let go of some things in order to get past that point of wanting to get married. And I think for me, I'm my biggest critic. I am always fighting to be a better husband. Um, not I'm, I'm anti-divorce. Everything we gonna work it out. We gonna talk it out somehow. But it's it's to me. I'm always trying to better myself and and get to to the point of being a better husband, so divorce is never on the table. So, um, we're just gonna talk about that and hopefully guys, you know, somebody out there can relate to it, you know, and we just get these different perspectives on the family dynamics and how it's affected you guys. So I would like to start, how do you guys feel about divorce and like the households? It's goes just go specifically like black households. How do you feel about it? You know, and I'm with you on the whole, you know, I'm not a fan of divorce. You know, that's not what it's going to be. We're going to work it out kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I just wish, and I know it's easier said than done, and there's certain factors and things where someone, you got to get out of a situation. So I understand that. Right. But still, I, I, you know, not saying people didn't get into marriage with that mindset of saying, hey, we're in this for the long haul. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like it can damage a child's upbringing, potentially. Right. Um, definitely. Um 
and like I said, it depends on how long they were married. Like I said, if you're all you know is your parents being together, mm-hmm. like you, for example, mm-hmm. you know you, they, you know they, you were born, they're together. You know what I mean? They married. Yeah. My parents were never actually married. You know what I mean? Right. So and then all of a sudden, you know, you're, you know, in college now. Now things are going starting to go left. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, what the heck? You know, this is totally different for you because I've had 19 years. It's been, you know, the Huxtables pretty much. You know what I mean? Right. So that's drastic for you. Right. You know I mean, me, they were never married, but they was in the same household. All of a sudden, you know, nine, ten years old, it's like, oh, what is this? Oh, this is our house. Dad lives oh down the street now. Mm-hmm. And it's like at nine, I'm like, well, wait a minute, because he's always been here every day. Now he's not. Now I see him every other weekend. Mm. And it's, when you do everything with your dad, like I did, it's kind of, you know, mm. you know, because I, I was so attached to my father. Obviously, you know, as a young man, you generally attached more to your father you know right that's almost kind of crazy for me you know what I'm saying struggle with it for a little bit yeah <laughs> mom, was trying, mom was like whatever that's what it's gonna be right she's just that tough you know what I'm saying right <laughs> but yeah so it definitely you know was a little damaging at first trying to figure stuff out you know so yeah yeah trying to get comfortable with yeah with, cause uh, it's not gonna that, change it's yeah. not gonna change and then yeah. so yeah that's what's your take on that cause you said <clears throat> your dad was never technically he wasn't like my in the household with your mother yeah we, we wasn't in the same household my dad left around like three uh, so, you know, it was no divorce, no nothing like that. But you know, him not being there, I'm not gonna. I mean, it, it would have been better if he was there. I'm not gonna say my dad ain't love me or nothing like that. It was all some, <clears throat> like when he was around, it was a lot of love being shown. So you saw him frequently? No, oh, I see my dad. Okay, okay. Probably like that's what I'm asking. Did you see him a lot? Once every other week, month. Sometimes year, yeah, you know what I mean. Okay. So mm-hmm. I mean, I, I always, always attempted to call my dad. You know what I mean? Like, I called him. Yeah, he, he called me on occasion. Really initiated yeah. though. Okay. But um, like as far as that goes, like, like my mother and my father getting a divorce or breaking up, I wouldn't know nothing about that because it happened early. But you know, to get used to somebody being there for you, like um, her first husband, um. You know, they they was together for what I thought, I don't, I thought was it three years or something like that. But they was together longer than that. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> for that person to to leave, you kind of like you got to change, not really change yourself, but kind of like I can't really explain it because it's not things. my dad, so yeah. it doesn't hurt as bad. But you said it, you told us earlier, you know, what I'm saying before we got on online that you kind of got used to having you, that, yeah. That, you build a relationship yeah, with yeah, that person. Yeah. And then, you know what I mean, like when you see that person out in public or wherever, you know, you kind of respect them. When, and you're like, my mama, we didn't really know what was going on. Yeah. As far as the, the divorce and all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, then she had a um, her second husband come through. Solid dude. You know what I mean? Um, I've been, like, he's been there since like 13. Okay. So I would consider him. More of my pops than my real pops. Okay, so, so he feels that, that would kind of, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that, that would kind of be like an eye opener for me. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because he's been there like what thirteen years, okay. fourteen years. Yeah. Right. So he's been there for a lot of a big portion of my life. So like I said, I would consider him a father um, figure. Figure, yeah, father figure, and uh, it would impact me more as if uh, my mother, say, if my mother and my father was together. And they got a divorce. It would have only been for a little bit of time. And you were so young. It wouldn't even. Yeah, so it young, probably yeah. wouldn't impact me. But now it's kind of like you know, I I'm used to her second husband or whatever, and you know it would kind of impact me because now it's like I'm used to her seeing. I'm used to seeing her happy with him, and now you know, like I pay attention to my mom. You know what I mean? And, 
because my mom, she don't really express her feelings and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, I pay attention. I know what's wrong with my mom when something is wrong. But it's like, for her to go through something like that and to feel alone, that's, that would be crazy for me because then right. I would have to step it up as a man. And then I have an older brother and I have a little brother. So it was like, you know, somebody got to step it up. And I think my older brother, he's going to step it up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's going to be two, two men in the house. And then we got to teach my brother, even though I feel like, you know, her second husband is going to definitely be there if he was to leave. But... I don't know. It will, it will have an impact on every, on the mm-hmm. household. It, it has an impact on the household. It can change a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, divorce, a divorce can change everything, actually. Right. And and I feel like it, again, it depends on the timetable of the marriage yeah. or relationship, the age of the child involved, and when it happens. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fair. Like I said, if you see that that other parent at all mm-hmm. or regular or on occasion, that will have a factor right. in it. If you see somebody every day, if they're in there for 20 years, all of a sudden... Like Trey's scenario would be mm-hmm. a little different than yours. Right. You're saying at age three he's gone. Yeah, and, and and to answer your question on how do I feel about divorces, I'm with you guys when you say, you know, you know, hash it out, do what I gotta do to make it work. But I agree to a certain extent. Like say if it's always arguing in front of the kid. If the kid is seeing both of you guys unhappy and uh if there's verbal abuse, mental abuse and stuff like that. I mean, depends on how long it's going on. Like, I mean, physical abuse, divorce. And that's why I said that certain divorce, things. Cut that out. Physical right. abuse, yeah. you know, that, that yeah, would you be exception to me. I'm, I'm off. I'm 100. percent No divorce, no divorce. But if yeah, it's yeah, physical, yeah. something mental, like that, something you know. I think mental abuse is worse than physical abuse because yeah. that sticks with a person forever. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, if you get into like a physical or domestic violence situation, yeah. um, mental, verbal, physical, um, of course. You know that you can look at that. The divorce would probably be the option because at that point in time, it's not a healthy relationship to mm-hmm. be into. Yes. Um, but I'm hoping that if you are marrying this individual, you know every facet of well, not every facet. I can't say that because in marriage you, you get learn. to know that person. Yeah. But I'm hoping that when you you know you marry somebody, you understand them enough to be want to commit to them for the rest of your life. Correct. Instead of just saying on a whim, oh man, you know we gonna get married. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um. So I, I yeah I, I'm glad you guys made that point um, because we don't want to make a distinction of that. Okay, well now nah, it's divorce of nothing yeah. when it's it's not really if it becomes to that point where it's like a that's why we domestic say, there's violence. An, there's an exceptions to it's this an rule. exception, but I, the I think you should have the mindset to go into it though. Okay, right. Know, I want no divorce. Yeah. Right. You should go into marriage thinking that because if you're thinking because you know I remember people all the time like man people cheat on their wives all the time like well if you have this negative you know perception of marriage. You're gonna go into it, or you're never ever gonna, you know. Exactly. Yeah. You're True. Not, you're not you're gonna doing, be happy. I feel like you could, like I said, the mind. We talked about earlier. Your mind can play tricks on you, man. You can have your mind think something, and it'd be so far from the truth. Right. Exactly. But you just ruined the relationship from the get go. Well, you see, sabotaged I, it. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty much, you know, you think about it. If, and I hear it a lot, man, because like when I when we first got married, like we coming up on two years, right, of of marriage. And when I first got married, everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, you're in the honeymoon phase. You know, you gonna get, you know, it's gonna get, it's gonna go downhill from there." And it's like people are so unhappy that when they see genuine happiness, they want to bring you down as exactly. well. Yeah, misery is. loves company. Yeah, and but the thing about it is that I don't want to be miserable, uh, unhappy in my my marriage. No. That's not what I'm here for. That yeah. I'm here to enjoy the rest of my life to death do us part, to be both in the grave yeah. with my significant other, my best friend. If I can't do that in marriage, then why are we getting married? Yeah. 
So I, I mean, me, me and my wife talk about it all the time. I used to get so upset with with people coming up to us saying, "Oh, you guys are just in a honeymoon phase. Wait till da 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 da." I'm like, okay, well, I don't, I don't, I don't want that. I want every day to be. Brand, a happy brand moment new like Brand new getting, I like want, They're waiting yeah, yeah. on you guys To have that yeah. big argument Or you yeah. like You right. need to go to stay in a hotel For three days oh. Something crazy you know? Yeah Nah I'm not I'm doing not that. For that Yeah. <laughs> if you gotta drive And go get yourself together Cool But you coming right back Yeah There's nothing wrong With getting advice From people and stuff like that But when you let other people Control your marriage That's a That's a problem Right When right. you take When you take Information and apply it to your relationship from somebody that isn't even going through what you what you because they're probably not in a relationship or exactly. in a marriage. Yeah, they're 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 gonna feed you what you want to hear because they want you to be single and miserable with them. Right, you know what I'm saying. So as long as you two have a communication system where it works for the both of y'all, it's cool. Right, you know what I'm saying. I just feel like if the two people are intact that are married with each other and they have an understanding of one another and they have that communication base, everything will be okay. Right, and you have to want to make things work. Right, but. We'll see. We're getting back. Get back to the whole communication thing and 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 the effects of marriage, um, from the divorce perspective. So, you know, when my people's got divorced, and it's something that I, you know, I told, I told them face to face, my mom and my dad. Um, they, due to that divorce, it affected my view of relationships, going forward. It affected my view of marriage going forward. Uh, I didn't never I never seen myself getting married, really, to tell the truth until like I met my, my my actual wife and she showed me that there was fear, there was trepidation of me getting into a long term committed relationship due to this divorce that I just seen happen that I thought was pretty much all hunky dory until that fateful day when stuff started going awry. Yeah, and you know when you when you grow up in a household where Pretty much, your parents are like kind of like the the go to parents of everybody. That you know, everybody come on your house. Everybody see your parents all the time together. You see your parents all the time together. You go on family trips, and then to see it all crumble away um, over time, it becomes difficult going forward with a relationship or even talking about marriage. So it took me a long time to really even. Um, get the idea of marriage in my head, and when I, I don't think a lot of people understand the effects of, because we learn we we pretty much like many clones of our parents. Believe it or not, believe it or whether not, whether you want to yeah. believe it or not, yeah, we're many clones. Take a moment to think about it. You gonna realize, yeah, you we're like many clones I'm of our parents. Like either, you know, we yeah. just have our own set ways that we get into. We got our own little vibes or whatever that we got that we created. With. Mama got that that famous quote. Every mama, you act just like your daddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we for like for individuals who grew up in a household where the people split, or the dad was gone in your case or something like that, is is very difficult. It, it does affect you You don't see it Right off And a lot of people Want to talk about The kids You know the kids A lot of people Another people A lot of people Don't talk about Like when it Through, through the teenage years or, or my case Through the adult years Where it happened In my case um, you, Well Let me go back You talk about it From the kid perspective Like you said If, if you if, if your dad and your, and your mom Was together And they had married And they split early on it wouldn't be as damaging because you never knew it was so short term. It was kind of brief. And you wouldn't really understand what was going really on. Really, really understand what's going on. Um, anywhere all the way up to the teenage years, it's very 
it can hurt them. Yeah. Like you say in your case. Yeah, it was like nine, ten, eleven. Nine, right ten, eleven. That age where you're still you can yeah. you can actually process, but you don't know what's going on, and you feel those effects. Yeah. And it wasn't talked about because you know it was what it is, what it is, yeah, and you keep it moving. Yeah, yeah. In the event of that is late adulthood or early adulthood, um, a lot of a lot of people will say, you know, say, well, you kind of brush it off, and it's like you you got your own life to live. You do that. That wasn't the case for me. Um, I don't think it's the case for a lot of people my age or anybody who's went through divorce in that early adulthood, uh, because at that current moment, a lot of people don't know is that this started out when I first started college. So. You know, I've been in college for at least most of my 20s, seven, eight years. It started out in the beginning. So while going to college, was dealing with that. You know what I'm saying? My people's going through a divorce and separation. And then coming back to, coming back home to it. And I was also in a relationship too. Um, but at the same time, coming back home to that. And then there are periods of time where then I, I, I transfer, go to VCU, and... I'm commuting, I'm working, I'm going home to that. Then officially, like, my dad leaves the house, so now I'm the man of the house, even though I'm still trying to find myself as a man. And then being in the middle of the situation, even though they trying, even though they were not trying to put me in the middle, I was in the <laughs> middle. <laughs> you was monkey in the middle. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and even if my mom and dad listen to this podcast and, 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 and hear me saying what I'm talking about, they, it, there's nothing I've never said to them face to face. Y'all put me in the middle, and this is wh- how I took it and how I felt about it. Mm-hmm. It was an issue. It was an issue. It affected me, but they didn't see that only because they had their own issues going on at that current time. And so, as a young 21, 22 year old male um, trying to better educate himself while going through a divorce. Not going through. I'm going. My parents going through a divorce, and I'm in the middle of it. It was stressful, emotionally draining, um, anger, and this is at the time where I had pretty much got my anger under control, but it flared back up. Yeah, and it was it was yeah. bottled up. Yeah, because there's yeah. nothing you can. It really was do frustrating. About. It was it more was frustrating, frustration yeah. though because yeah, each parent was literally instead of trying to talk to each other, they try to. Talk through they Trey, talk through you. And Trey's like, "Yo, I'm I got class in five minutes. I don't have time to right. try to get something right. Hey, meet up and give somebody something you want to give them." Did you did you beat yourself up for like kind of thinking that there was nothing you could really do about it because it was out of your control? Like, did, did no, that make, you never blame yourself for that? Like, it was something I did. That's wrong. good. That's good. I never blame myself about it. Of that's course, good. you know, I got my faith or whatever. I pray, talk, you know, stuff like that. But I never beat myself up about it. Right. I just wanted to remain neutral. Okay, that was my biggest thing from versus jump. trying to air on. Dad's the bad guy. Yeah, mom's the bad guy. I was because at the end of the day, I was the only child, and that's all I knew. So I had I know at one point, I'm, my mom and dad, you know, love me to death, do anything for me. I do the same thing for them. But at the same time, I had to be neutral. I had to have create a relationship with both of them. And in that current current climate, it, it, you know, one might not want you to have a relationship with the other one. Yeah, and and, and it gets difficult. So then you feel like you're choosing sides, you know, because then you feel like you're choosing sides. So I had to pretty much, um, I had to pretty much. That was hard to balance. That I had to navigate that. That was a new skill I had to learn. Right. How to maintain neutrality in the midst of a controversy. 
I think I, that's a good skill I learned going forward in life. That's tough though. Try to think about it. But how do I? Yeah. Stay right in the middle of the fence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that was my biggest thing. I had to stay neutral. I had to, and it because if I didn't, I think it would have caused more. Yeah. More fire. Yeah. And, and it wasn't needed. It was already enough fire there. Yeah. It was a wildfire. Literally. I don't want it to be a whole state fire. Yeah. You yeah, know. Forest fire. That's so. Um, but it was a stressful moment. It was definitely tiresome, and it was. It was terrible timing. Though. It was a frustrating. Yeah. It was terrible. It was. It was. Um, terrible timing. I'm saying, but based on what you had going on right. between work, school, you know, it was. Yeah. It was bad timing. But it, it did affect me. My relationships going forward. Did it? Do you think that it was? Um, f- from your perspective, as far as communication skills and. Showing emotion, absolutely. Yeah, um, I lack compassion. Mm-hmm. I'm not that. I'm not an emotional creature, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I could say due to the how the, the upbringing I had, as far as you know, my mother kind of being cold blooded about you know. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, you know, I can say that now. You know, saying right, I see that come full circle. Like, right. oh, there was no not saying no love. It was of course my parents love my mother loved me. It's just like as far as the compassion was there love. was none. Of, it was like tough love. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, I can definitely say I'm the, pretty much. The same way now when it comes to situationships and relationships, right? Hundred percent, I can definitely say that. Like, right? Why you not? You're not emotional. Why you just show a little bit of compassion? Why you just so tough? Like, you know, what I'm saying just just listen. You know what I mean? I'm like, how I'm I'm somebody come to me with a problem. I'm like, it'll be alright. Get over it. Yeah. Really, they want you to be a shoulder to cry. I don't really have it in me. Right. (laughs) And that's the problem that I face to this day. Right. Because I'm just like, yo, toughen up. Yeah. Right. A female trying to trying to hit that, they want you to, you know, be that shoulder. They want you to communicate. Yeah, they want you yeah. to be the shoulder. They want you, they want and you to show, show compassion. And, yeah. You know, so yeah, not express don't your tell feelings. Tell them it'll it'll be all right, get over it, go to sleep. Right. <laughs> and that, I mean, that's real life situations. Right. But again, that's. And that's I tell them about my mother, me and my mother, they're like, yo, your mom's a savage dog. It makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. right. that's the household <laughs> you come from. Yeah. It took me some. I mean, it's still taking me. It's still taking me. You know what showed me the. I, it took me having my daughter to really learn the depths of how much more compassion needs to be given to your significant other. Yeah. That's coming from somebody that helped people 24-7. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I show empathy to my clients that I work with for any you know, people in the community. Um, and but you're a tough cookie, though. The work that I do. But you're tough, though. Yeah. I'm tough. Exterior, not gangster, gangster, but you're tough. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, but I'm also a compassionate person, but I also can be a cold-hearted person. Yes, and tough, I tough yeah. cookie, perfect, perfect term. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I know, I know that about myself enough to know when I need to change something. But you can tweak it though. You, oh, you're not it. cold-hearted twenty-four-seven though. That's the difference. Yeah, I, I know when to to be able to cut people off. Yeah. You know, be cold. Be cold. I'm be hundred percent cold. Boom. Yeah, but if I if I if I trust you and you got my loyalty, uh, you best believe um, I'm loyal to you too, almost a fault. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's where my compassion lies. But at the same time, when there was still some compassion issues, when from my from my end as a social worker, as somebody that shows empathy, as somebody that works with individuals on twenty four seven, it was still some issues with me compassionate wise. I showed to my wife. She'll tell you that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I like to be transparent because people think we just a perfect couple. We don't argue. We don't do this, that, and the third. Da, 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 da. Nah, it's not that. If you, you know what I'm saying? We go through our trials and tribulations. Um, I just know as an individual, as a man, this level of compassion 
is stemming from something. Yeah. And we need to figure it out. And I told my dad when I told my pops about it um not too long ago. Mainly from the anger side of it was that like and from compassionate side because we, we, we when he had this second conversation this year he was like man look you know what I'm saying one thing I can tell you is you know when you're in the marriage you, communication is key that's it that's what Pop said it's, it's everything it's everything communication he was like key. man communication and that's coming from somebody that didn't know how to communicate well mm-hmm. but he still you know my understand dad. you know my dad communication was so key he, and I told him I said let me tell you something man like you know man to man we I'm, I'm of age now I got my own daughter I got my own family you know what I'm saying the way that you Show compassion To my mother And the way That you talk To her You feel what I'm saying Or didn't know how to Verbally express yourself In the right manner Affected me Yeah You know what I'm saying So that trickled down Into my relationship As you get older Relationships and marriage Now my my delivery is off (laughs) Yeah Yeah. (laughs) And that took That took so much Time and effort For me to change that Lot of prayer Stuff like that But changing the mindset Changing the Reading, reading my wife, understanding what she needs, what she needs at this certain her, yeah. moment, and that, and and how to communicate with her in an effective, in an effective manner. It really took full surface once we got when she got pregnant because at that point in time she's pregnant, so I have no choice. Yeah. But to really, really, really figure out what's I gotta going hone on, hone in and figure. I out. gotta hone in. Yeah. Um, and I think that was a big moment for me, um, as a man, as a husband, because knowing the background, knowing the backdrop. It allowed me to change and really pinpoint on what am I still holding on to? Yeah. What am I still allowing to um, creep into my actual marriage? Yeah. And I think it's the same. I think it's. I think if you you bring a lot of men on here, our age, thirties, forties, fifties, twenties. They can put. They can go back and say the same type of things that we're talking about from yeah. the household perspective. I mean, it's yeah, and like I said. You don't see it until you get older, though. Yeah. And then you realize, like, yo, like you said earlier, your mother going to tell you you dress like your daddy. You're going to pick up something from that household when you're younger because you're going to just pick it up when you're younger. It's going to follow you, you know. Mm-hmm. It's the key is, like you said, when you realize it and when you say, hey, how do I change this mindset? How do I change this behavior? How do I change my, my thinking, my way of thinking? Right. That's the key. You have to realize, yo, man, I'm cold-blooded. Maybe it's because, you know, my upbringing was a kind of cold household. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I right. don't need to be cold or from what yeah. you've seen growing up you know what I mean because yeah. I've seen some things and know, that affects you too don't you think I remember like, well, like I said oh, yeah, I, I my, think so. my dad left when I was three, like around three years old and I still remember the arguments the the, the abuse I remember all of this stuff mm-hmm. vividly like it happened yesterday mm-hmm. you know what I mean like it yeah so do it, you think that will make you argumentative as a person yeah okay that and genetics okay <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean because like my mom, she got a quick temper. My dad, he got a quick temper. My uncle, he got a quick temper. My so grandpa, just, he got a quick yeah, temper. Yeah. And I will <clears throat> communication as well. Uh, lack of lack. Yeah. Okay. I won't say that the communication is horrible, but some things are taken the wrong way. Yeah. So perspective. Yeah, perspective. Right. It's all about delivery, though. That too, which is communication. Like my grandpa, it wrong, my, my I'm gran- take it wrong. yeah, my grandpa can be giving you criticism, but the way that he says it, it's like he's insulting you. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's a generational thing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I was a generational that, thing yeah. because generational, generational speaking wise, they were tougher. Yeah, 
tough love. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's how we gonna do it. That's my thing because I just bring that tough love to me now, present right. day, with anybody I encounter, as far as relationship wise, and it's kind of yeah. like they're like, "Yo, why are you like that?" <laughs> right, I'm like, right, 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 right. That's that's what it is. I'm, that's kind of what it was for yeah. me. You know what right. I mean? Right. Like, but you know, you saying that the cycles had to be broken. Yes. At some point in time. Yeah. It, it just has to be. It comes with it comes within yourself. Yeah, it has to be broken. You have to want to change it. Because if not, it's going to keep breaking. It's going to keep, it's, it's going to keep and that's with, moving down yeah, to each generation with, to generation yeah, like to generation. Teenage pregnancy, alcoholism, all that. Yeah. It could, it could be a cycle unless you break it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is, at some point in time, as, you know, as men, we have to have these type of conversations like this um, to break that, that, that mold down and, and get something more uh, positive, optimistic, and in, in, in like concrete and writing because yeah. like I said if you keep going through these cycles man you're gonna keep having these black men or black women um, with these same mindsets you know what I'm saying or not really understanding what how their household has affected them and now how they're carrying it in their household now how they're carrying it in that household is gonna translate to their children and then their children's children children's children it's a vicious cycle. That's why I'm saying you got to recognize it. Yeah. Also, that applies to relationships as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You got to recognize If you don't recognize it, you're just going to stay that way. And yeah. Well, you know why. You just don't realize that. But it's that hard you know to break. It's, it's, once you get to a certain age, it's kind of hard to break out of That's what I'm saying. Habits. You got to recognize it, though. Yeah. Mean, right, right. You have to want to change. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's impossible, though. Nothing. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, you got, the, you got the 40, 50 year old person right now that might be stuck in that cycle right now. Nah, it's definitely going to be hard to break that cycle. Yeah, it's going to be. And it's going to take somebody. Um, their significant other and support systems that are on that same wavelength like you know saying no this is not right we need to look at it like this and then the younger ones have to find out who like who they are and what they want right because it's like some relationships they're not good for right now because they're not who they want to be or where they want to be you know what I mean so you speaking first hand yeah okay yeah <laughs> that sounds pretty much yeah, first yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's just like you know you got you, you got to fix your situation. Time is everything. Things. Yeah. They got to fix their situation. And then, you know, maybe later on down the road, y'all come back together. Yeah, like right somewhere. now is not the right time. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, you know, right. I'm not even deaf, but right now with the time You know, us. once y'all got everything that y'all need and everything that y'all want, y'all figured out what y'all want as a person. It'll come back around. It'll come back. Yeah. You know, if it's meant to be, it'll come back around. Y'all believe that? Cliche statement, but I believe it's real. I believe it. I believe that 100%. Okay. That's how me and my wife came came to be. First time, not so much. Second time around, boom. There it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, if it if it's meant to be, it'll come back around, and uh, I've seen it firsthand. I witnessed it firsthand. I was okay. Like, hey, I'm definitely a, a big proponent of that. Yeah. You know, I didn't believe it at first. Timing. Yeah. Timing. You think time played a factor in that, or just as far as second time around? I don't know, man. Because time, I I, I don't know because. And that's why I'm not trying to put timing as the answer, or you know, I'm just asking. What do you think? I about, really don't, man. Because like when I met when I met when I met my wife, you know, like I said. Again, I was looking for a relationship. Yeah, because you was, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to get married. Yeah. You was chilling, really? <laughs> I was chilling um, because of those factors that happened with my peoples. So I was like, man, I'm about to get, you know, go get this degree and do whatever, you know what I'm saying? Just be, you know, chilling. And then, like, the timing piece of it came out of, you know, she showed up. It is what it is. We rock. We connected instantly. And then, like, you know what I'm saying? Then it fell through because I wasn't. I was like, nah, I ain't trying. I'm just trying to be friends, and then that joint kind of fell through. She gonna tell you that I dumped her. I ain't dumped her, 
Um, but she gonna tell you that I it's dumped the first it. run. That's the first run. So you was like, I'm just chilling right now. Yeah, I don't want it to be as serious. Something yeah, like that. something like that to that effect. Kenny over there laughing about it. Something man. to that effect. My mic, she ain't even in this. Um, she probably yeah. hopping the mic. Hey, she well, hear that. Yeah, you know. she, yeah. Um, my man checked so that, over his shoulder. Real that's yeah, like, that's the first time. But then like the second time, like I really, I was in like first first year of grad school. I really was like, yo, like. I actually really like this girl. Yeah. What and am I so, tripping What am I tripping about? Yeah. I, man, it took like three, four months to go get this girl back, man. And then um <laughs> Puppies. Took her to see Puppies and that's how I got her got her back. Oh, man. Um but then even then when I got her back, I still didn't see myself as being married. Really? That stuff comes in unexpected, B. It took it took it took, man, at least another year or two. So y'all been together, you've been married two years then. Been together almost four or five years. Okay, five, about going on five years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because we started talking in 2012. It's 17, so about five years now. Yeah. Okay. Almost took me two years. What? Okay. To really see myself as a husband, though. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can like you, yeah, but. To husband, see myself yeah. as married. Two whole years. Because I was so fearful of getting married. Of what? I was just fearful of getting okay. married, long term commitment. And long term commitment. Okay. The long term commitment. Because I've seen I seen what happened. My my peoples was together almost twenty some years. Yes. And then it just dropped. So that's why you're like, invest all this time and it could potentially just boom disappear tomorrow. Yeah. That's that's very scary. That's scary. That was scary to me. Yeah. And I still hadn't got over the whole divorce. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now it too long it happened though. Yeah, like, it, 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 it had yeah, it hadn't too yeah. long happened, actually, if you want to be it real. Hadn't. Like, it hadn't. It was like two or three years old, if that, yeah. Yeah. So what well, the separation piece Yeah, separation, yeah. But you know, it took like I said, it took my wife really was the one that kinda instilled that in me. Of okay. course she's probably praying over me, putting anointing oil on me all over. <laughs> the like holy that. water. The holy water, whatever. <laughs> but she 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 seen it. Yeah. She knew that we were gonna get married. Yeah. She seen it. It took me a while to see it. To get on that same wavelength. Yeah. To get on that same wavelength. But she also helped me through that process of Getting better, getting better, and getting and dealing with and getting over marriage. Okay, because you got to work on yourself at the end of the day, though. In order for me to say, you got to work on yourself at the end of the day. But if you got a if if you got a true spouse that you about to marry, they make it a whole lot easier. They make it a whole lot. Okay, and that's the difference between trying to figure it out on your own. They make it a whole lot easier. Trying to figure out, yeah. And see, that's the and that's the other issue too. If you get into a relationship with somebody that's not going to build you up and make you better, wasting your time and theirs, it's going to fall through the same way. Can't get those minutes back. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. It's gonna fall through the same way, and then you still you thinking like, well, I need to spend more time um, with myself, which sometimes you do. You do need to spend time okay. with yourself and get yourself together. Yeah. But then sometimes we miss opportunities with people that we that can build. That actually the ones we need to be with that can build us up, and we can build them up, and we can. Why do you think that is? Why do you think we miss that sometimes? Because we you go run to the wrong one when the right one was right there. Yeah, we picky. I'm, Okay, uh, raise his hand. Yeah, <laughs> yes, raise his hand. You. Never, never satisfied. We um <laughs> look for something wrong versus understanding what's right. You <laughs> know, our household that we grew up in might have dictated something. Okay. Um, but it is only it only take one person. Yeah, it only take one person to change that whole narrative from what um you went through. You know what I'm saying? Because again, my wife's parents they've been together all their life. Yeah. Her whole life So that's all she know Yeah And it's hard for me sometimes Cause you know what I'm saying I, I wanna you know Be able to just go to the house 
and, and, be, and had both, both of the parents, parents there, there house, instead so of going to two different houses. Holidays are terrible for you. We talk yeah. about holidays. You're like, man, I got to go up the road. I got to battle I'm road. tired of the holidays. Yeah, I'm not trying to. I want people to come see me. That's what Joe me. Yeah. Next year, they coming to me. <laughs> yeah, you know, and when having a having a Naya, <laughs> that's everybody want to see her. You know, everybody want a piece. Field trips. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that, 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 that psyche. But, you know, think about the two, man. Uh, my my wife's parents, you know, even when I was going through that situation, still with kind of not not want to get married or deal with my parents whenever they had their issues at that end of the divorce, and they still kind of they still don't want to you know talk with one another. They supported they they supported me. Yeah, they was welcoming. You know, yeah. if I wanted to leave the house because we know when we got we first got married, we didn't um we wasn't staying together. So if I wanted to leave the house. I was always welcome to come stay up there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying to get away from the house. It was it was just it, it was supportive on that end. Yeah, so that helped too. Yeah, okay, good. yeah, that helped. But it's a um, it, it's a it's a it's a, it's a challenge. Yeah, it's definitely it, it was a, a challenge. It's yeah. a challenge. Okay. Yeah, but um, any other remarks? Because I know you had a couple remarks before that. Or you good? Yeah, I think you. You sure? Yeah. yeah. Unless you want to put on wax, man, you good? I know we know you had a couple, you know, before we even got a rolling rolling. You got them all out, man. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but I, I mean, you just gotta just try to fight through, man. Just gotta fight for what you, you know, what you think is right. You definitely gotta th- uh, fight for what you think is right, and you gotta uh, like like everybody. I think everybody knows here that communication is key. I was about to say that. Mm-hmm. Communication is everything. Everything. And, you know, if you love that person, communicate with them. And if you don't know how to communicate with them, try to figure it out. But you have to understand you have communication issues. You have to, you have to, yeah. you have That's to That's another thing. You have to know what's wrong with you yeah. in order to fix it. Be mm-hmm. transparent. Yeah. So, um, if you if you got flaws and you love that person, man, fix fix you. Try to fix your flaws. You know Stop being I mean? the big bad wolf and just exactly. want to. You know what I'm saying? Nah, you know what it's not. Saying? Let your pride and your ego go. It's not me. It's you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this is yeah. how I am. Because you know, no relationship is gonna work that way. It's uh-huh. it's, it's it's a scale. You know, if it's if it, if the scale is going to the left, somebody's gonna want to bring it more to the right. It's it's just gotta be in the middle because nobody's gonna be happy if it's if the scale. And it shouldn't be a competition. It should be a team collaboration. Exactly, because that—that's what marriage is. I think that's another big one. Yeah, all this. Like I want to be right. I want to be right. Teamwork make the You want to be right. Now we are minute, but we should really be on the same team, rooting for the same thing. Fifty-fifty shot, man. I got your back. You got my back. We gonna get it together. Yeah, yeah. communication and teamwork. Phil Jackson effect. <laughs> but I, I do like what GT said about the whole break the cycle, though. Just because you grew up in a household that had divorce and abuse and stuff like that don't mean... No, sir. You know, there's a likelihood that it could but break that cycle, though. Yeah. Going forward. There's a likelihood that could... Be, if you be realistically? Yeah. Be really realistic? Yeah, it could definitely happen. But you got to be able to break that cycle. Yeah. So. And if you are aware of your flaws and you fix your flaws and that person is still... Your, your partner is doing the same thing and not fixing their flaws... Then you just gotta let them figure things out for themselves, you know. Like, that—that's like a one-sided thing. That's like them wanting me to change, but they don't want to change. Mm-hmm. That's I don't like. If you got things that bother me, and you continue to do things that bother me, and I'm fixing myself, but you're not fixing yourself, like I, I don't. But you gotta communicate that though. Just, you gotta hey, communicate. Hey, too. I'm trying 
you gotta meet me halfway are you trying as well yeah and it could be something small something big drinking or it could be whatever you know what i mean it could yeah. be i don't like when you you know you disappear all night because you want to clear your head. Yeah. Let me know. It's communication though. Let yeah, me know. Communication, that. Yeah, communication. Yeah. The key. relationship has to be reciprocal though. Like, you have yeah. to understand each other. Like everybody copes differently. Like I said, there's gonna be arguments. That's how you cope with those. Right. Some people, you know, me, let cooler heads prevail. Yeah. Come back. Yeah. Some women, they want to fix it right then and there. Mm-hmm. Right. I'd rather not speak if we both got high heads. Being right. honest. I don't know y'all take on it, but that's the thing though. Learn it makes your partner sense. though. Learn your spouse. Yeah, like, I, I've been through it, and it's kind of like that makes more sense. Which one? Should let, just let it breathe. But, yeah, some, but um, I mean, you, I mean, whether it's an hour or a day or a couple of days or a week, just but at, but it's depending on the person. It's personal. It's, it's yeah. personal preference though. What's yeah. your take on that? The combination mm-hmm. of what it was. So I think it, it takes communication on you know with, with the other person as well. If y'all have it established, if if it gets a little too hot, we gonna leave it alone for a few days. Leave it alone for a few days. Don't go talking a few like don't go without talking to that person for a whole couple of days because then it's like nothing gets right, You sweeping in the rug is what and and then and then on top of that snowball effect. Yeah, you you sitting there thinking about what they out there doing or you know uh, if they're saying things to certain people or or. Entertaining other people, you know what I mean? Like, you don't know what's going on because nobody's talking, you know? So, my take on that is that you you don't want the old heads told me for you for told us when first we got married, don't ever go to bed mad at each other. Okay, I've heard that one. Okay, so you go to bed mad at each other, you don't know what's gonna happen the next day or next morning. So you're there. You're I, there's times where we've went to bed mad at each other. Okay. And I hate it. Yeah. I don't like it. Um. But you have. But we have. I don't think it's healthy. Okay. I don't think it's healthy. Fix it then and there. Um. Or attempt. I I would say at least attempt to fix it. To bring it down at least, or if at it's least heated. bring it down. And see the see the see the here's the issue. Here's the issue. I, I'm, and I'm still learning. I ain't no darn marriage expert. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like yeah. that. I'm still, you know, new to this. Um, I'm just trying to be a better man and a better husband. Um, you can't... You have to be able to understand your, your spouse's wants and needs. I get bust over the head all the time about that. I, I get bust over the head all the time about that. You got to understand your, your spouse's needs. Yeah, I'm working on myself. Yeah, you working on yourself. But are you really working on yourself to fulfill your spouse's need? Because if you're not doing that, it's not helping anybody. You're still being selfish. Okay. See, we in this, we in the marriage together 50-50. You got my name. I got your name. You know what I'm saying? This is a, a complete partnership. Yeah. 100 Something affect you would affect me. Something affect me affect you. Yeah. So yeah, I can change my flaws. Yeah, I can change my ways. But if I am I changing my ways for myself, or am I changing my ways for the betterment of you as well? And then you gotta do the same thing for me. It has to be reciprocated. It has to be equal. It has to be equal. Because because we can sit here and say all the time we change we we changing our ways we changing our flaws. But are we Changing our flaws for our own self, or to benefit to benefit our own selves, or is it in benefits to our spouse? Because that's what that's the issue. If you say, Trey, I don't like 
when you talk to me this way and I'm saying, well, I'm trying, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying to talk not, not, that, not like this to you. You don't want to hear that. You want to hear, I am, okay, I understand where you're coming from. I'm going to change my ways when I talk to you. Not where I'm trying. That's not, that's not, that's not going to be a reciprocated relationship. Action. Show me you talking in a different way. Well, yeah. show me you talking in a different way, but tell me as well. Yeah. If I sit there and say, I feel that, you know, this way, when you do this to me, I want to be reciprocated back. Okay, I understand you feel that way. This is what I'm going to do to change it. Boom, there it is, versus I'm trying. Yeah. That's not like you just sweeping on the rug, you sidestepping me. You James Harden me just now. Don't a woman want that? Yeah, sidestep. I'm sorry. Sidestep. So it's yeah. a little bit different what you're saying. Yeah. Because it's, it's deeper than what this what you just you you're saying about that. Don't a woman was gonna say I'm trying. They don't wanna a, see. Don't they they, they want to see it? They action. You're right. Women like action verbs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I like action verbs too. Yeah. Yeah. We like, do. We I, do. Yeah. We men do we too. Do, we do too. I, I, I don't do. I mean, we we talk. We 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 go back and forth. We trash talk. Whatever. Yeah. Yada yada yada. But at the end of the day, I'm not one to sit here and mince words. We're gonna say this, that, and the third, and not do it. Yeah. Everything I pretty much stay, say is action boss. I'm about to action even, boss. I don't even did it. I'm going to do it. Done it or about to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we're the same way. So it has to be the same thing from the female too. You know what I'm saying? If if we got a feeling, but we also got to be able to express that though. See, that's the issue. Expression. Yeah. How do I that's the issue. Feeling words. If you bottling up your emotions and you're not sitting there uh, expressing them the way you feel about the way you feel because this is how you grew up. And then you you when you get mad at your spouse for doing something to you and she don't know what she doing wrong, but you don't know how to express it, it ain't gonna work. Yeah. It's about true, being vulnerable. True story. Like yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how to, I'm just gonna spaz and you're not gonna you do just what gonna you did spaz wrong. <laughs> and she like she's still gonna be saying, Well, what, what did I do wrong? I don't know. Yeah. Why is he like this? And you try and figure out why why she just don't understand. Well, it's because you're not you're not helping her understand. You're not helping her understand. Yeah, exactly. that that's key. That's real raw rap right there. Yeah, that's key. But that is that's that's in any relationship. I can't help you, or you can't. I, I can't help you if you're not expressing clearly to me what's wrong. And now I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, that's that's we both confused now. Yeah, and then we both mad at each other. Yeah. That I'm mad because I can't understand why you're upset. Goes mad, back to communication. Yeah. Everything yeah. goes back to communication. Be clear. Yeah. Be, be clear. We'll put that on. We'll say that on all 24-7. Be clear. And we, we get involved in semantics a lot, you know, wordplay, stuff like that. Be like, be clear. That's all. Because once you clear, now I can understand there's no, what I need to address. Yeah. No assuming. There's no assumptions when you be clear. Right. Be clear. We got nothing to assume. Right. 100% you put on the table Why you feel a certain way And 100% put on the table How you feel a certain way I mean but Everything Yeah About everything No gray area don't, don't let me assume Tell me how you feel Yeah I shouldn't have to try to figure out How you feeling Men and women Yeah well both parties Yeah both yeah. parties involved Yeah Which is communication though Communication is key though Yeah uh, Yeah it's, it's definitely key So break the cycle For mm. sure It can be done Not saying it's easy Yeah But anything is possible Kevin Garnett voice You know what I'm saying Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, Jay Z say impossible takes a week. I'm a firm believer of that because Jay Z is almost a billionaire. It's a whole different ball game. Jay Z said impossible takes a week. Uh, so I'm, I'm I'm a firm mindset of that. Um, 
Y'all have anything else Before I do the mental health moment Nope it's on you buddy It's on you So what you wanna do Let's get that moment man I think I'm gonna Direct some people To the breakfast club Breakfast club did an interview For uh, With About mental health With one of my One of the guys I met through social media Who's a mental health advocate they also interviewed a, another guy by the name of Dr. Jasper, who's a psychologist, I believe. And they did a whole episode on The Breakfast Club for 45 minutes talking about mental health and mental health in the black community. Breakfast Club? Angelina? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, uh, so one of my guys, the guy's name is Rashawn Miller. Um, he is the owner of Stress Inc., uh, which is a nonprofit that deals with mental health advocacy and awareness. Uh, Rashawn, he does a lot of different things for the mental health community. Um, he's been diagnosed with mental health, mental mental illness. Um, he's received treatment before. He's been to the hospital before, uh, and he's black. You know, so it was. I think it was a good, 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 good moment for mental health and the black community to really see that there's an issue going on, and we need to actually get this conversation going and start to tackle it and of course i'm a mental health advocate as well so i've been you know working with Rashawn, you know at least talking with him on some different things i want to work with him in the future but um doing my own thing on my end with mental health and stuff like that so but to see the breakfast club actually reach out and to to actually do an episode about it with some people that two black brothers one being a psychologist you know one actually he's a therapist too Rashawn is and an advocate and talk about it on a highly touted radio station, a highly visible platform uh, with personalities that we all know. Yeah. You know, we say Envy. You know who Envy is? DJ Envy, Angela Lee, and Charlemagne. Um, so shout out to the Breakfast Club. Of course, you know I. That's the backwards is pretty much created based upon the Breakfast Club. Yeah. So shout out to the Breakfast Club. Shout out to Charlemagne, uh, Envy, Angela Yee, and them for doing that, man. And one hundred four point one. Uh, and shout out to those guests that they had on there, Rashawn and uh, Dr. Jasper, about talking about mental health in the black community. So go check that out. I know y'all watched the Breakfast Club interviews. Go check it out. All right. And um, other than that, again, check out our Backwoods page, Facebook, The Backwoods Podcast, IG underscore The Backwoods. We got the email, The Backwoods three at gmail.com hit us up for comments uh emails topics you want to talk about things that might relate to you comment we want to talk to y'all that's what we're trying to get up next is the interactive piece of it so we're trying to get that up it's and coming. running it's coming. so i mean hit us up it's the platforms are there but other than that back with you until next time we'll holler at y'all man all right yo peace <laughs>